Blog Talk Radio. All right. Well, I guess I am live. I don't know where Sean is at. I don't know what's going on here. Um, I'm having some definite uh, issues on the visuals with the studio. So uh, we're going to just go ahead and we're going to go as we uh, as we can. Uh, welcome to uh, Wrestling Authority Radio. I am the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane, and I guess um, I can't see her, but uh, Katie, I guess, is in here. If you're there, Katie, talk to me. Talking, talking, talking. I'm a talking, 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 la la. There you go. Uh, all right. That's, that's <laughs> all right. good. That's good. All right. Oh, okay. There's Sean. I can't. I'm I'm yeah. not get I'm not getting a visual on anybody right now in here. So uh, I'm gonna rewind it one more time. If this doesn't work, then I may have to oh. I may have to switch browsers and go. I hate to say this to Microsoft Edge. I don't know what you had in mind, but here we stand on opposing sides. Let's go to war. Let's go to war. Wrestling Authority Radio, with your host, Chaotic Katie, the voice, Paul Eubanks, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and load, wrestling fans. It's time for war. All right, and we have gotten our intro in now. I don't know why the clip wouldn't play before, but it decided it wanted to play all of a sudden, so we just let it play. Uh, As Steve Payne said, this is Wrestling Authority Radio tonight. We will be talking what we didn't talk last night, uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, more news, and everything else going on in the wrestling world in Hour 1. In Hour 2, we take the question, card subject to change. What does it mean? What doesn't it mean? Right. And we're going to be dissecting that and letting you know what that, what it should mean and what it shouldn't mean. So yep, exactly, uh, exactly. Oh, uh, uh, well, funny, funny little, funny little thing um, earlier tonight. I, I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta go ahead and say this. Um, we're, we're sitting, we're watching uh, NXT, and. Um, Opening match was uh, Heavy Machinery versus uh, TM61, and Sheila looks and she noted that uh, Otis uh, Dozovic of uh, Heavy Machinery reminded her of 
our good friend Fred Ottman. <laughs> so I po- so I post I posted that up and and tagged it to him, and uh, he not only came back with a thumbs up, he came back with a uh, um, a sticker with the uh, picture of uh, animal on it. So that was I think I think that was definitely very cute. Um, so. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we do need to go ahead and, um, uh, mention something, uh, a little bit, uh, um, on the sad side because, uh, unfortunately this is a uh, sad anniversary, guys. And I'm hearing an echo. Yeah. I hear it too. Hold on. Uh, what the hell? Go ahead. All right. Um, but uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, uh, today is the 19th anniversary of the untimely passing of Owen Hart. Mm. Yeah, I know and it came up in my memories. It came up in my memories today. He died a day after yeah. my son, 21 years ago. Yeah, it, it popped. Well, it popped up. Our um, good friend uh, Lou Tefano had uh, um, a post with some of his uh, Owen memorabilia that he posted on his Instagram and mentioned it. And then I looked in my memories and saw all the stuff that I had on it. And it's like, it's like, yeah, wow. Oh, it's hard to, you know. I mean, it's hard to believe that it's been 19, 19 years, um, you know, um, and the uh, ironic thing was just, <clears throat> excuse me, a few weeks after that, we went and uh, did a uh, um, a show. I was with... Uh, Windy City at the time, uh, with um, uh, the Missouri State Fairgrounds, and um, of course, well, we flew we flew in from Midway to Kansas City, and um, I you know I was I was wa- I was watching that. You know, as, as we're walking as we're walking through the airport in Kansas City, I just kept thinking that oh, just a few weeks ago, Owen Hart made this very same walk, but you know, nobody at that time knew it was going to be the last last time. Oh, oh man, I saw that, you know, and then just. A mixture of of heart pain and nausea ran through. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget yeah. that day. I'll never forget it. Yeah, exactly. You know, but you know, at the same time, I have to remember some of the good stuff because, of course, you know, two of my good friends, uh, Coco Beware and uh, Chris Chavis, aka Tatanka, um got to uh spend a lot of time um palling around with Owen. In fact of course uh Coco and Owen were uh 
partners in a team called High Energy for a while. And, um, you know, Coke would, would talk about how Owen, and of course, anybody who, you know, has read the stories, but especially anybody who was fortunate enough to um, share a locker room with him knew how much of a classic river Owen was. And Coco used to talk about this and it and it kinda of, and it kinda of struck me because it was funny to sit there and think that Owen and Brett did not share a room on the road. You would you would think they would have even, you yeah. know, at the times that they were feuding with each other and that. Yeah. But yeah, you would they but they were but they but they didn't. And you know, Coco would talk about and so did Chris talk about how Owen would uh call Brett's room and do a dead on imitation of Stu and start you know and start and start chewing Brett out and that. <laughs> until eventually eventually Brett would finally catch on and he'd be like, Owen, I'm going to get you. And then. <laughs> we also want to send then, a shout out uh, for somebody's birthday that was yesterday, the late, great, oh, flying Brian we, Pillman. We did, we did, we did, we did oh, mention Mr. that, Pillman. It doesn't matter, you, it doesn't matter. We can mention it again. Forgot. Happy birthday, Brian. It's okay. Yeah. We can but say it again. Anyway, back to, again. But anyway, back to back to the back to the Owen story. Um <clears throat> Chris talked Chris talked about this um you know a few days after Owen passed before uh um I my partner and I at the time had taped our uh um T V show and he talked about when they were on a European tour and they were at the Vatican. Uh, Katie, I think I know who this is. I think I recognize the area code, but uh, double check it real quick. And I know who it is. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know who yeah. that is. Um, the six one oh, it's nine zero four six one nine number. Okay. No, 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 yeah, yeah, it is. But it, but any but Uncle anyway. Uh, on, wait, 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 Uncle Crusher! I almost gave out your entire number, and people were going to call you at 5 a.m. on my say so. Oh, I won't be the first time. Oh my gosh! Dirty, 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 dirty. I know, right? So, well. Think about the Katie, matches that Owen could have had. You know, Owen against you know, Cena. Owen against Owen uh, against Cena. Owen, Owen against, against no. Owen against Owen against Daniel Bryan. That was another one that was I was I was and getting Katie, into that was on the list. And Katie, and Katie, here's and here's for uh, and here's for almost uh, telling Crusher's number. <laughs> I need and I still I still need me a Mia Taser sound. I really, really do. Please. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't have to. Um, it doesn't have but, to be. A, but get, but getting back, but getting car, back okay. to the uh, Owen to the Owen Vatican story yeah. and that. Oh please. They were please. they I were on they were they were doing. Okay. Well, they were doing a <laughs> you know a tour in Europe and Italy, and so they they were on free time, 
And so they did a group uh, outing to the Vatican. Now, along with them on the, on that on that outing as sort of a chaperone was uh, Rene Goulet, and who uh, Rick might know as uh, Sergeant Jacques Goulet. Um, he was, of course, uh, well known well known wrestler. More, you know, he spent he spent a lot of his time up here working for uh, Vern and for uh, Bruiser in Indianapolis. But uh, he was, he was uh, at that time, he was an agent and producer and that. So he was with them, he was with them uh, on the tour. And so they went to take a group picture. Owen was next to Renee. And while Owen, was, while they were getting, taking the picture, Owen snuck his hand into Renee's pocket and got his wallet. And so they get done with the picture. I guess Renee was going to go buy something. He reaches and he's got no wallet and he freaks out. Now here they are in the Vatican. Okay. The seat of the Roman Catholic Church and here is Rene Goulet going, somebody stole my effing wallet. Who the F took my wallet? <laughs> so basically it'd be like taking me to, a, to the Vatican. Okay. I, uh, yeah, seriously, people, I went and took, when, the last time I went and took communion, I sat next to my friend after she had hers done, and she looks at me and says, I think I have the body of Christ stuck in my teeth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And yeah, that's I thought, what I did. <laughs> I thought I thought I thought you I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna say she's looking and going, Am I on fire yet? <laughs> no, right? <laughs> um so we'll remember Owen Hart throughout the rest of the tonight. Uh we're gonna get on to Raw now. And so So May twenty first. Um, Raw started off with yeah, the Kurt Angle started. Well, to talk. Kurt Kurt starts right, and then gets Steph interrupted by in. Stephanie. Stephanie gets interrupted by Roman. Roman gets interrupted by Kevin Owens. Stephanie made the match between Reigns and Owens. Well, that was after she after she uh, stole the uh, um, signing of the uh, contract for the women's match, which yes. Kurt was going to be doing. Yes. So we start things off with action. Roman Reigns defeated Kevin Owens by disqualification when Jinder Mahal interrupted to attack Roman Reigns, setting up their match for Money in the Bank. Uh, Mahal and Owens continued to beat down Reigns until Seth Rollins ran in to make the save. The commercial break transformed the brawl into a tag team match. They come back from break. It's Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins of the Shield against Jinder Mahal and Kevin Owens. Uh, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins defeat Jinder Mahal and Kevin Owens after the match. 
Jinder Mahal beat Seth and especially Roman with a chair. Commentary announced Jinder Mahal versus Roman Reigns at Money in the Bank. Sami Zayn was next with his segment on Bobby Lashley's Three Sisters. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was just absolutely hysterical. I don't know absolutely. who those guys were that that they had that they had playing, you know, playing the phony sisters, but uh, that that was that was hilarious. <laughs> we uh, we wrap things up with that, and we get uh, qualifier versus qualifier, Ember Moon versus Alexa Bliss. Oh, I love me some Ember Moon. We Moon was this. defeated. Or no, I'm sorry. Bliss was defeated by Moon. Thank you. Yep. After Moon hit the eclipse on Bliss for the win. Sean, Finn Balor. Okay. Whip Sean, please. Whip him because I'm I'm away from the computer. Oh, okay. Hang on here. I was. I was. Fi- I was. Oh, I was. Fi- I was finding sick. something for you, but yes, here. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> uh. Mm. Finn Balor and Braun Strowman met with Stephanie backstage to request another tag team match against Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Instead, she announced they'll have a match against each other. Baron Corbin defeated No Way Jose. Yeah. Hose B. Hose B. Yeah. No. Corbin (laughs) won with the end of days. Yeah, Chad no way Gable was late. Uh, Chad Gable approached Kurt Angle backstage, and Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler interrupted. Angle mat- made the match between Gable and Ziggler. Now to the mo- most over tag team in all of WWE today, the B team. Yes. Oh my gosh, that oh, was hilarious. People. Uh, people in the crowd with T-shirts and markers, yes. doing their doing their own version of the of the of the B Team T-shirt. That's I seriously WWE. You've got to do this. <laughs> now it's over, people. It that that kind of a gimmick is over. If you would if you would you know, sell for twenty five bucks white T-shirt with a black marker. <laughs> Oh, and market it as a you know B team T-shirt. You would you would make you would make a bunch of money. So the B team <laughs> defeated Brazango <laughs> when Curtis Axel pinned Fandango after Bo Dallas Bo Dallas suplexed him into Axel's neckbreaker. Bo Dallas, wait a second. Is was it was this was this Monday Night Raw or Bo Doctor Dallas. Who? No, 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 no. Bo, Bo Dallas. Sounds like Bo Dallas took some X Locks. No, no, Bo Dallas. Exterminate. Exterminate. <laughs> delete, 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 delete. Bo Dallas suplexed him into Axel's neckbreaker. Then Stephanie McMahon hosted the Women's Championship contract signing for Money in the Bank featuring Ronda Rousey I... and Nia Jax. I loved 
that segment because you got confrontation without the brawl. You know, that finally it's you know that was that was well done. That was well done. And then we move on to the Money in the Bank qualifying match. Natalia defeated Dana Brooke, Sarah Logan, and Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. Sarah Logan tapped out to the sharpshooter via Natalia. Okay. Are you lost, Sean? Yeah, totally. Like, Sean, are you lost, or what's the deal? Continue. I'll be right back. Okay, and we'll make fun of you while you're gone. Oh, man. Why do you do that, Sean? I know, right? Okay. Yeah, so. All right, so, um... All right. So after, so after that, you excuse me. Um, then you get, uh, yeah, Bobby Roode against Elias, which, um, which continue, which continues, which continues their uh, their feud this time. Um, Elias uh, gets the gets the win uh, with the with the drift away, and then as they are as they are done. Braun Strowman comes out, and as he is coming out, he shoulders Elias and sends him flying, which I thought was just absolutely hilarious. Um, and then, uh, and then you get uh, then you get uh, the Braun Strowman uh, Finn Balor match, which, um, you know, good good story, good storytelling on this. Um, uh, you got uh, Finn uh, working on working on uh, the on the leg, and that, and you know, and Braun would uh, would keep uh, would keep throwing the counters, and that, um, and uh, the you know um, the coup de grace from the barricade I thought was just absolutely awesome. Great, great spot, great spot on that one. Um, and then uh no but then again of course at uh, at the at the end of it all uh Strowman does get uh get the win and in a show of sportsmanship uh picks up Balor and stands him up over in the corner so well so definitely you know uh, good one. Um, they're, you know, they're they're continuing they're continuing the nice little setup, and that for, um, you know, for for money in the bank, keeping keeping that uh, keeping that going well. On that on that end, so okay. So now um, from there we go to SmackDown. Oh, 
we should we should announce we should announce this because this uh, this just broke okay. this just broke out too. Um, uh, Nikki Bella will be appearing on American Ninja Warrior tomorrow night on uh, on NBC. So it. Uh, so at nine eight central time, um, she will be she will be part of a uh, celebrity version of American Ninja Warrior um, in honor of uh, Red Nose Day, and um, she'll be she'll be joining uh, celebrities such as uh, Dancing with the Stars, Derek Huff, um, Olympian uh, Nasia Lukin, and. Uh, and uh, musician Neo. And All right. She's, and she's going to be, uh, and she's been coached by uh, another uh, top Ninja Warrior contestant, Grant McCartney. Yes. Uh, so you, uh, we've covered all of Raw. Have we covered right. all of SmackDown? No, we're just getting ready to start that. Um Oh, hold on here. Uh, CM Punk news. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. <clears throat> yes. Uh, all two, all 200, uh, all two, all 200 uh, tickets for the uh, meet and greet sold out for, uh, sold out within a few minutes. Um, and then... What will then happen is um, the fans who didn't get the chance to receive a ticket can still see Punk from 4 p.m. after the meet and greet, where he will accommodate as many fans as possible. Wow! So he'll have, so he'll stay uh, he'll stay later and have a walk up option starting at 4 p.m. and it's you know and it's still you know a limited to time situation. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, there's a lot of speculation going on that he could show it all in, so we'll just have to wait and see on that. Uh, I'm not going to speculate yeah. and start that rumor, but it could happen. Well, just, you know, no, he's actually, he's actually, you know, of course, in training for his uh, next uh, UFC fight, which will be taking place in Chicago. So, well, you, you, one thing we've learned about wrestling is never say never, so... We'll just have to wait well, it out and see. That uh, is, all in is in September, so we'll just have to wait till September and see. Um, it's it's going to be a doozy, let me tell you. Does that uh, mean yep. cards to change? Huh? Does that mean cards subject to change? <laughs> uh, no, we'll get into that, Crusher. We'll get into that. Um, we're going to cover SmackDown briefly, take our song break, and we'll get into our topic. Uh, okay, well, I don't – where where the hell uh, – Okay, okay so we are. start off, I got of course, it. with, uh, with Ms. TV. Ms. TV brings on the new day, and, of course, you know, and of course, Ms. is trying to find out for money in the bank who, 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 who. Is it going? Is it going to be? And that, 
And so then, so then eventually, you know, they, Excuse they me. start, they start in and, um, and they, and they, and they start saying, well, you know, we should, we, you know, we should have, we should have Big E and of course, and of course, Miz gets mad. He storms out and then, um, they, and then they, then the New Day huddles and they say, you know what? Uh, Miz made the decision for him. It'll be E. And so Miz is announcing that Big E will be at Money in the Bank. And Xavier goes, you are mistaken. We're talking <laughs> about something else. We're talking about tonight. And where the Miz walked back and he ran into Paige. And Paige set up the match between Miz and Big E. And yeah. Paige him back out to the ringside area. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. So you get Big E uh, against the Miz. The Miz was distract, or the Big E was distracted by the bar, letting Miz hit a skull crushing finale in route to a win. Yep. Daniel Bryan spoke about his second chance match against Jeff Hardy. Yep. And a huge yep. upset. Lana defeated Billy Kay. Oh my God! I'll tell you what. I don't. I don't know. I don't know which got me more. Um, Aiden English's uh, rap before before the before the start of the match, or the Iconics singing. I I I'm like I'm like jokingly saying. That oh that they that they broke my glasses. I mean, frankly, I'm frankly I'm surprised. I'm surprised that some of the Chihuahuas uh, down the street from me did not did not start barking and howling. Yeah. Oh, uh, when when it when was Billy bad. and Peyton started. Yeah, yeah. When they when they were doing their singing, it was oh my god, was that horrible. I mean, yo, yes, it was comedic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh. Uh, But Lana did pick up the victory, and Lana is on her way to Money in the Bank. Yes, and I loved loved English had that that sign that he pulled out from under the ring that said Lana Day. (laughs) Yeah. And, (laughs) you know, and then, then of course, the, you know, Lana is the best. Lana number one. That that chant started going. <laughs> then we get Andretti Cien Almas defeated Jobber number one. Yep. Because they did not name his opponent. He was just Jobber number nope, one. They didn't. Yeah. That's right. Jobber number one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jabroni number one. Jobber Brony number go. one. Jabba Brony Uno. <laughs> uh, so, Cien is that anything like any of the Vianos? Oh, Viano, Viano number, Viano number forty-seven, and Viano number fifty-six, and maybe. <laughs> Shinsei Nakamura, Shin, as they're calling him, which I think is stupid. Shin and Why? AJ Styles, I don't like it. Oh, I like it. It's the first beginning of his name. It's Shin. What do you want him to call him? Skay or 
fucking Naki or Mura or Mumu or Momo. What <laughs> the hell do you want, man? He's Call him Nakamura. Call him Bob. <laughs> Call him Bob. Bob. Japanese Bob. Bob. Yeah. Bob. No, just Bob. Just Bob. Uh, <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles came down to the ring. Nakamura joked that their Money in the Bank ladder match will be a pillow fight. After oh, some wow, eh? back and forth, they brawled with Nakamura getting the upper hand. He then counted his head and announced they'd have a last man standing match. Now, I want to raise the point with this. Because I'm going to time out right here, and then we're going to cover the last couple matches. And I think everybody on this phone call will agree with me when I say this. They are the only two men that I can think of right now on the WWE roster that have the physical conditioning and endurance to be able to pull off a 60-minute Ironman match. Yeah. They're the only two. It's not that other guys can't wouldn't be able to do it, but I would put my faith in those two right there. Oh. Sixty minutes, yeah, just like Brett and Sean, let them go yep. for sixty minutes and just let them tear the living hell out of each other. Whatever happens oh, in yeah. that sixty minutes happens. You would have you would. Ha- it would make this pay-per-view longer, but I'd be willing to sit through and watch that. You, you, give, you give me Nakamura versus AJ Styles for an hour, I'm going to sit All and watch. All day long. All day long, man. All let, day long. Let him, go, let him go Broadway, then add another five minutes. There you go. I'm going to agree with you right there. I don't care what anybody says. They've worked, they've worked with each other before, and they've always wanted to work t- together again, and if you watched um, the little documentary of uh, Shinsuke, he'll even tell you that. Um, but watching them together, for me, for me as a fan, I don't care about y'all. For me as a fan, is pure magic. Pure magic. It's money. It puts asses in seats. It's, it's dynamic. It's wonderful. It's almost sexual. It's great. It's, okay? Uh, I love it. it I, I would have booked, booked this as a 60-minute Iron Man match. I would have saved the last man standing because the last man standing in most places would be the blow-off match, would be the match to end all be-all. I, I, I eliminated you to a count of 10. I no longer have to worry about you. You're done. You're out. I'm on to my next opponent. That's usually the, right. the, the way the last man standing match works. WWE doesn't do it that way. They're going to probably end with them in a cage of some sort. Um, I I just see that happening. They'll they'll stretch this thing as far as they can take it, and uh, I believe they'll take it to hell in a cell. Oh, I think they should. Yeah, I believe I believe you're right. I'm 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 thinking. Interesting. Go ahead. Yeah. Put them in hell in a cell match, but the stipulation is have a piranha tank in the in the middle of the ring. Oh, you're an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, So then we get Gallows and Anderson Against the Usos This match was determined the number one contenders To the Bludgeon Brothers Smackdown Tag Team Championships This was a Very fantastic contest But in the end Jimmy Uso was hit with the Magic Killer and Gallows Anderson Picked up a huge win 
that puts them in title contention against the Bludgeon Brothers at Money in the Bank. And that yeah. ought to be an interesting match. Yeah, it's it's nice to see, you know, it's nice it's nice to see the Bullet Club finally, you know, getting out from the from the shadow of what uh of what they were doing um on Raw, which was basically not much of anything. Um so, you know, I mean, well, and that's just it. Uh, they they have come so far in such a short period, and they were getting the short end of the stake almost everywhere we saw them. Uh, right. So it's nice that uh, they're getting the up and up swing now, and it'll be nice to see some gold around their waist. Yeah. Um, with that being said, we move on to our semi-main event. It is Naomi versus Sonya Deville. Uh, Sonya Deville could not catch Naomi. Naomi rolled up Deville to pick up the win and qualify for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Mm-hmm. Then Jeff Hardy put his spot at Money in the Bank on the line. Dumbass. Uh, Who does it? Um, Jeff already does. Yeah, I know. Well, Daniel Bryan defeated uh, Wait a minute. Just wait forget a minute, what you were talking about. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I've got to read this the way that I've got to read this the way they have it written. Brian picked okay. up the win via submission to earn a match against Samoa Joe, who confronted him after the match with a Money in the Bank ladder match spot on the line. So Daniel Bryan is not in Money in the Bank yet. Okay. He's gonna have to be. He's gonna have to beat Samoa Joe. And Samoa yeah. right. uh, Samoa and that and that will be the and that will be the pre that will be the pre match, pre show match. And for, the last, for that last spot. Yep. So that is what uh happened on Raw and SmackDown. We'll take you to NXT tonight. All right. Oh Today's yeah. Main. Definitely good yo. Good, good NXT. Real good NXT tonight. Um, well, I mean, they I they all are, that. but but uh, definitely, I mean, with uh, with some with some uh, great uh, with some great surprisers. Um. Oh boy, I don't like the way they wrote this. Yeah. So uh, you, I'm not. So yeah. So you. Not gonna so, try to read um, that. Go ahead, All right. Steve. So, so yeah. So we open up with uh, heavy machinery versus uh, versus TM six one, and uh, definitely TM six one really actually looked credible against the against the two huge guys that make up uh, heavy machinery. Um, that uh, I mean, you know, I get ready because I know because let's put it this way: next draft, heavy machinery is going main roster. So. NXT Universe, 
enjoy them now because you're not going to have them for that long. Um, now they, now they, uh, um, TM61 is starting to, uh, they did the heel turn a couple of weeks ago. So they, um, get, uh, they get, uh, um, Miller, uh, rolling up Otis and Thorne holding, uh, holding his feet on the ropes to, uh, get, to get the win. Um, and then, but then the next match, Kyrie Sane versus Lacey Evans. The opening, oh my God, the opening when Evans shopped Kyrie, that one stung me. And then Kyrie returning the chop yeah. was, I mean, that I felt, I felt that, I felt that one through my ribs. So, um, so that, you know, so that was, um, um, you know, so that we've was got definitely. Breaking, we've got some breaking news coming out right now that I just found. It, it just crawled across my screen. A lot of people have been asking when the May Young Classic 2 is going to be. And the taping dates for those have been revealed to take place on August 7th and August 8th and Winter Park, Florida, at Full Sail University. Okay. There okay. is no word yet on the first-round matches. Um, and it's a game to be well, called Katie, by... while she's choking to death here. Yes. If um, I can, I got I can get my thing to work. Okay. Yeah, I'm um, having some real issues tonight. Lita and Jim Ross are said to be the commentators on this again, uh, with Alondra Blaze doing some more backstage work. Um, so we'll we'll be seeing this maybe before the end of the year, maybe not. They might keep it and release it in like January. Yeah. So, but of course, the spoilers will be out already, so it's not like you know they can't. They won't be able be to keep it forever. On. They won't be able right. to keep it in the can forever. Right. They're going to have to get it out there. Uh, but I did want to share that because there were a lot of people asking. Okay, right. we've got the we've got the May Young Classic two. So, we've got the right. we've got the United Kingdom tournament two. What about another cruiserweight classic? Are we going to see it? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, getting back getting back to getting back to the to the match when. Uh, um, when uh, Kyrie finally uh, sets up for uh, after after uh, knocking Evans uh, down from with a nice leap off of the steps, and that um, she gets hit with the uh, women's right uh, as she's uh, coming off her uh, her elbow drop. Um, so Lacey Evans uh, picking up the win on that run. Uh, so uh, then, then there's a uh, brief little uh, um, outdoor segment with uh, Johnny Gargano and uh, Candice LeRae, and he just says he's gonna say what he needs to say in the ring. Um, then they uh, run the uh, uh, six-man tag, and that um, 
and then and then uh, and then they pull a match that, frankly, I was I was you know it was one of those things where it's like when you even see that that match um, was even set up, it's like you have got to be kidding me. Talking about you know odd pairings, okay. Lars Sullivan, Lars Sullivan against Ricochet and Velveteen Dream. Yep. Oh, um, I mean they they definitely of course they you know they held Lars they held Lars up the big monster um, being the monster but uh, you know in a in in a pairing at least. Um, Ricochet and Dream managing to uh, get the better of them and that. But then as it as it would have to as it would have to you know happen, Ricochet turns on or uh, rather Velveteen Dream turns on Ricochet, hits him with the Death Valley driver and leaves him laying there for uh Sullivan to uh to finish off. Yep, and that and was then, uh... go ahead. Yeah, okay. And then I gotta say, and then and then we go from there to uh, um, another interview segment uh, with uh, Dakota Kai, who will be uh, getting her uh, title match against uh, Shayna Baszler <coughs> this week, and. Shane interrupts, and this time, instead of freaking out, backing away, and everything, um, where when Basler tells her that uh, her fairy tale is not going to come true, what the hell? What the heck? I didn't play it. I didn't play it. I can't mute it. What the fuck? What is going on? And put some spank on it. There we go. I got control back of the board. Okay. Wow. That's never happened before. Oh, I heard that. I've heard that. What do I type in to get that? I I, want to do that. I didn't do it. I swear to God, I didn't do it. I want to be able to do that. What? Okay. Teach me how to do that. I want to taste someone. That's so fair. How come I can't taste no one? Assholes. Because you don't know uh, where it's at yet. Well, <laughs> help, me find, help me find it, you asshole. <laughs> Steve, did you load any of the new music that I requested? Any of it? Sean, have I been home today? Yes. All right. Uh, let's see what I can conjure up here then. I know what will make Katie happy. Yeah. 99 Lush Balloons. Make me happy. Oh! Rick. We'll be back in about four to that five was evil. minutes. You are listening to Wrestling Authority Radio live inside the ER.
All right, and we are back. Hope everyone enjoyed that. I know one person that didn't. Oh, yeah, I got to refresh my – okay, you said – when you say refresh, I've had a long day, and I had a lot of sun on the top of my head, and I was being sick, so my brains aren't here, so I'm going to refresh my call. (laughs) (laughs) I got to love her sometimes. She, uh, Uh, she She can be like Humpty Dumpty and be forgetful. You know, because Humpty Dumpty ended up to be scrambled eggs. Um, I wasn't. Okay, I'm going to tell you exactly what I did, okay? I took my my bearded dragons and my dog and my husband for a walk, okay? I stayed in the shade the entire time. I walked in the sun for 10 minutes, almost fainted. Took the short way home, which took eight minutes, came home and puked. Okay? I was not drinking. I am a red I'm a redhead with tissue paper white skin and, and I burn and I will faint. So yeah, it's not my fault. It's the son's fault. I did everything I was supposed to do. So I'm uh no wine tonight, folks. I'm drinking Gatorade. Burn, don't burn. And, yeah. And water. Sean told me I have to drink water. All right, we've got some news coming out of WWE on the pay-per-views. Money in the Bank will be a four-hour pay-per-view. Oh, right. WrestleMania. Oh, damn. Really? And what night is that this weekend, is it? When is it? That is uh, June okay. uh, something. Uh, anyway. Okay, well, it better not be the same weekend as the weekend I meet Ricky Steamboat, because I'm going to be totally, yeah, hungover <laughs> and tired. Uh, PWI Insider has been able to confirm that all pay-per-view events will now start at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time. The big four events, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series, will be a minimum of five hours in length. Oh, my God. The kickoff would now start at 6 p.m. Eastern. Okay, I'm going to interrupt you for half a second. Okay, Steve, Steve and I and Crusher and I are old enough to remember, and maybe, maybe Sean has watched a few, a few movies, but such movies like, you know, The Ten Commandments and Judah Ben-Hur and, and all those epic four, four to five long hour movies, and they'd have mm-hmm. an intermission. How come when we go to the movies now and we have to sit through freaking Star Wars for four freaking hours or Batman for four freaking hours and no, we don't get no intermission to go <coughs> pee or go get something to eat or go have a smoke? Because, what, what the hell? I mean, seriously, these are going to wait until it comes out on video and yeah, DVD you and you them, buy it and sit in the back, comfort of your back home. Back in the 40s, and, you can. Back in the 40s, shut up. Back in the 40s, <laughs> <laughs> Back in the Uh-oh. 40s and 50s, you to give them a break and let them go pee. Hey, wait a minute. I'm old enough. I, I can say what I want. 
Okay, enough. You're gonna stop my heart. No, do that again. I liked it. <laughs> stop my heart. Don't do that again. Yeah, that's my testes. <laughs> uh, uh, no, we'll, no, no. We'll tase. We'll tase your taint, not your testes. We'll tase your taint. Whatever. <laughs> that's what Make full stop out. Stop it. So, I don't like that. I'm not doing uh, that. The kickoffs would now start at 6 p.m. Eastern time. So they're going longer. Yep. Work it longer, longer, stretch it. Stretch well, it out. Well, I guess if you're on your own network, you could do that kind of stuff. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. And don't forget that uh, it is not this fall that WWE is moving SmackDown. It is fall of 2019 that SmackDown will be making the jump to Fox. Oh, Yeah. That's what so, they say. Let's see if it happens. It's going to happen. They've got a billion. WWE got a billion dollars from Fox for the rights from it from 2019 until 2026. Wow. Or 2024, oh, wow. rather. 2024. 2024. Five, five years. Oh, my God. We're supposed to be dri- riding flying cars now. You know that, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. I know, well, you better... well, there was one thing. There was one thing in, in, in Back to the Future. Hello, oh, guys. I'm getting the flyby. All right. Okay. 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 Call back if you can. okay. No, I'm I'm good. I'm just uh, out throwing the heat. Outside and there's a helicopter flew over. Yeah, um, I can. Yeah, I can well, do that. are they coming for you? Nah, I'm not that interesting. It's not Area 51, so I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, he saw aliens. Oh. Um. Well, I guess it's as good as time as any to get on to our topic. So with that. We want to invite everybody to. Oh, yeah, good too. I love the baseline of this. It's so great. Oh, We want you to come as you are and join our conversation, whether you're a worker or a fan alike. Tonight's topic is card subject to change. What it means. Four words on a poster that are that for you as a fan could drastically change what you expect to see at a show 
And we're going to explain that's all of that here tonight. That's the same as to be announced, right? No. No, it's not. No. No? Okay. That's why I asked. We're going to clarify it in just, in just a couple seconds, Katie. Card subject to change means that if the last minute something were to happen to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat on his way to Canada. You better tell. I'm putting, all, I'm putting my feet and my hands on the floor, dude. And I, it's wood. Do not ever say that again. Hey, hey, hey. Gonna, oh, Ladies know. and gentlemen, boys and girls, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat will not be in attendance tonight because he has a hangnail. Cards. <laughs> I would fucking flip the fuck out. You don't um, even understand. Well, Shut up, man. Uh, that would be where card subject to change would come into play. Oh my Basically, God. Well, what they, they they better be giving me something good like Ric Flair or something, man, because that would not be cool. Okay, that no, would not be cool. It's not <laughs> supposed to be misused in that way. <laughs> If you book somebody like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, they're supposed to show up. And if you legitimately book Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, unless it's an act of God, he will be there. Oh, yeah, he's going to be there. With all the bells and whistles. Yes, yes, he is. So, but getting back to this, what card subject to change means is as a promoter, I have the right to change a match if I see fit. Or if if a carload of guys does not make it, I am allowed to make changes to that card as I see fit. That is what card yep. subject to change means. It is not meant to cover up horrible booking that was done to begin with. It is not to. It is not meant to cover up uh, this, which we've seen a lot of it cover up this. Hold on, got to be able to spell. Uh huh. Yeah. That would help. Nerd. Are you reading your own If you ever wanted to become a wrestler, a referee, or a manager, well, then you got to come and join us at Welfare Wrestling. We got some of the best trainers around. They've trained at Northwest Georgia Championship Wrestling, Southwest Florida Championship Wrestling, Alabama Championship Wrestling, and all them other there championship wrestling. And we charge $10 worth of food stamps that our weekly show is behind Myrtle's Trailer Park. And that's what you get paid, food stamps. That way you can come and wrestle, and then you can go over to Floyd's and buy yourself that T-Bone steak for $1.50. So come on down to one of our weekly training sessions, Monday nights, Wednesdays right after church, and Friday nights. Come to the training camp right behind Goober Piles Gas Station, maybe area RFT. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Y'all come down now. Yeah. That's okay. one of the examples of where card subjects to change comes into play. The other one, which uh, is the uh, one I thought I was going to play. Hold on, Crusher. Oh, don't, don't this, need to play it. Just say it. Tax Refund Promotions presents Professional Wrestling. A show that will not actually happen. Starring pictures of former WWE, Impact, and Ring of Honor stars that we're going to put on our poster just to lure you suckers into the building, even though they will not actually be appearing. Feature. That right there is a prime example of card subjects to change being used. 
or should I say misused? Misused. Thank you. Brought to you by the good folks of PXW Illinois. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll get into that in, in just a little while, Crusher. There's some more news with that that I didn't get a chance to break with you today. Um, you know, there's uh, cards subject to change uh, can affect a show drastically. Yeah. When I was broking, breaking into the business, card subject to change was not used unless it was absolutely had to be used. Because it was, it, it legitimately is an excuse, uh, is what it is. We, okay. we put that on all. Go ahead, Crusher. Okay, this is, I just had to jump in there. You know why card subject to change is used so often nowadays? Why? It's because the talent has no respect for the business. Back in the day when I was coming up, unless, like, you know, Steve and Sean said, by act of God something happened, like an accident or something like that, the rest of us showed up, right. did what they had, did business, and fans got to see who was advertised. Nowadays, their the, the famous excuse is, oh, I had car trouble. Yeah? Yeah, I've I've heard them all. Believe me, been there, done that. Went through that. Went through that with an international star, and I said, "You should know better than to try to pull this shit with me," because I'm the one that gave you bookings back in 2009, before you were the international star that you are today. Uh So, uh, I, I had to go a couple rounds with that individual, and. Probably still would to this day if I were to have him booked again. I don't think that I would book him again because he he proved to me twice in a row that he was not trustworthy. And I won't have that. Here's the the golden rule. Be careful who you try to screw over on your way to the top because on your way to the bottom, you're going to run into those same people. (laughs) Amen to that. Amen to that. Yeah. And you're going to want them to book you. I'm not going to name on air who the individual was. I have a little bit more respect for him than to do that, but it was somebody that is uh, with Ring of Honor and just recently or is still currently holding one of their titles. So not impressed, yeah. was not impressed. My brother was not impressed. Steve Kane was not impressed. My other, bo- uh, my, my uh, other booker was not impressed. Uh, the you know, we had some other people that were there that paid to train with this individual that were not impressed because he didn't show, and it just became a mess. Uh, so, card subject to change, uh, it's to be used in emergencies only. It's not to be used just because. Yeah. I, I had that, that situation happen to me when I did my show in September. You know, booked these people months in advance. And then the day of the show, you know, I don't hear nothing because I don't, I don't have a cell phone. I don't have, I don't mess with my laptop. I'm at the show all day long. Right. Day. So you're the same so, way I am. I've got my cell phone. It's there for emergencies. If you can catch me, ask Steve Kane this. If you can catch me on my phone the day of the show, you're doing good. Yeah. So it's like I don't see messages till I get home that night. And. Yep. I booked uh, some 
female talent for the show. Uh, they went through uh, Dudley School, so I figured, you know, they were, you know, on the up and up. Right. So they did the show, and then I finally got word that they weren't coming. They were having car problems. Here's my issue with with this. You took the booking months ahead of time, because that's what I try to do, book everything months ahead of time. Right. And you have car issues. You're telling me that you couldn't find another car or the person you're traveling with, they couldn't find another car. Or if you knew that your car was not going to make it to said booking, why didn't you make arrangements to rent a car? Right. Yep. But then they want, you know, on top of that, they're going to want trans, and then you reimburse them for, you know, booking a rental car. That's not my responsibility. That's not my responsibility, and that's not your responsibility either, Crusher. It is their own responsibility to get to and from that fucking booking. Well, see, that, that's that's the issue with, with these kids nowadays, and I call them kids. They they want yep. okay, they're bookings, you know. They well, I want a hundred bucks in trans and hotel room. Well, you know what? I want to get laid every night, but you know I'm not. <laughs> I want a toe curling blowjob every night, and I don't get that either, Crusher. So, you know. Oh, hey, 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 hey. I'm not saying nothing. Uh, yeah, I gotta snuggle fuck anytime I want. So. <laughs> well, yes, but yeah. you and Steve, you and Steve also have mates. I think Crusher has a mate, but I've got two. Uh, I've got two. You, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I, I just don't want to. I, I got two. If, if they cannot justify bringing in enough people to pay for all of that shit, they don't get it. This ain't Planet of the well, I'm I'm serious. I am dead serious. No, I know, what, I know what you're saying, and it, it, it's it's irritating because it's like if I'm going to pay you a hundred bucks, you damn sure better yep. be worth it in my opinion. <clears throat> and then it goes back to the the, the old adage: Well, it's promoter's job to promote the show, not me. Um, the promoter's not the one that's out in the ring taking bumps and entertaining the crowd. The promoter is the one promoting your monkey ass to be on his shows. The promoter's taking all the risk. Talent just shows up, get paid, and go home. They don't care they don't even care if they sit there and screw up the venue for you and cost you a venue. Uh well well I'll 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 interject right there. That's what happened at Steve and I's last show in June of uh last year. Because we were gonna run in September and we ended up having to cancel it. Everybody knows that story. <laughs> Uh, not going to rehash that, but um, yep. we uh, we had an incident that happened, and I didn't want to do business with this building again anyway, but that wasn't the point. The point is, I don't, I'm not the type of person that goes into a building and knows going into it that I'm going to burn that bridge and, and walks away from it willingly burning that bridge. Um, right. there, may, yeah. there may come a day in time that I need that venue again. Um So I had four guys in a tag team match and I told them to brawl and I was like, you know, use what you can. Well, they took that to a whole new fucking extreme. Like, I I was pissed. Ended up costing us our security deposit, did damage to YMCA chairs, did damage to one of their trash cans, 
did damage to one of their shovels, did damage to this, did damage to that. Oh, my fucking God, I was pissed. I, I was so pissed. I, 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 was, I was spitting blood at that point because... <laughs> oh, I would have been too. Yeah, I, I don't was, go do that. That's dirty pool, man. That's just dirty pool. I, I, I was I had, on a card that I did at a at a school, church school, and it was basically anything goes match. No fighting out the ring. Then they decided to go and ram each other's head into the drywall, knocking big old holes in the drywall. I oh, that's not right. You know, it's like great. You, you, You're going to make sure we can't come here again. It did. It cost me the venue. Oh, my yep. God. I've, yep. Now, see, there have been venues or workers that were doing that kind of shit, putting each other through That's walls. Right. And I put my foot down. I said, no. I said, mm-hmm. I don't know who the fuck in their right mind gave you permission to go through a fucking venue's wall, but no. That never, uh-uh. To yeah. me, to me, that is as disrespectful as picking apart the ring like Parnell did all those months back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You do not fucking come into somebody else's space that does not belong to you and do that kind of damage, and not expect. Right. And you were you were damn lucky, Crusher, that criminal charges weren't filed. True. Yep. Damn well, lucky. Very lucky. Because I it's, it's damaged the property that, that does not belong to you, and uh, and the it's thing a, I think you, that saved my bacon that night was nobody from the school was there when it happened. So, well, uh, let's just hope they, they never came, saw a they video never of came that. out and said that was the reason why they got the venue. But I, I pretty much put two and two together. Well, you don't have to be. You, it doesn't take the common fool to understand that one. Um, right. You know, it, it. it's one of the things. And all the venues that I've ever dealt with, I've never lost a security deposit. Uh, this goes back to venues that I didn't even pay for that I still had to put a security deposit on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, I, I don't do business like that. Have there been a couple venues that I've run in the recent past that – uh, I'm not going back to you. Yeah. One of them was the venue that they did damage at Wouldn't have gone back there. Anyway, it was the YMCA and the owner was Dick. Steve Kane and I tried to play nice with that guy and played nice until we couldn't play nice anymore. And then we had to fight for what was ours because he wanted yep. to make all these changes to the product. And I was like, no, this is a wrestling show. This is not fucking ballet in a wrestling ring. That's not, that's right. not what I'm presenting here. So, and then the first venue we did in Streeter, those people, there was a sweet old woman that booked it. She had a mean side to her, but her lackeys were in charge. And they had been drinking all day before we got there. They'd been drinking from the time the ring was up. We started half an hour late due to inclement weather. And they threw the biggest bitch that I've ever seen two grown men throw. Mm-hmm. And it was me and my brother dealing with that because Steve Kane didn't make it because of the inclement weather. Right. Right. So, you know, that was that was yeah, fun to deal I, with. I had, I had to I had to I had to basically tell a commute. 
I was working out of my living room while the show was going on. Um, you know, and the thing about it was we had one of them that wanted to throw a bitch uh, about starting late and demand more money and yell and scream at my sound guy and announcers and cuss at them. So that's why I didn't pay him any more money. I said, your actions do not, you know, deem you getting more money out of me. Right. So that was strike one. Strike two, I had Mickey Knuckles in for me, and she had a legit concussion in her match. And a guy tried, evidently from what I gathered from the video that I have footage of, it looks like he tried to grab her. And she threw a chair, and it fucking hit his knee, and he threw a bitch fit. I bet he did. Well, let me tell you something. If Mickey Knuckles would have been fully conscious and this guy would have tried to grab him or grab her, I I feel sorry for the guy because I have seen her knock guys out three to six times my size. Sounds like me. Like, seriously, you don't touch me. (laughs) <laughs> I don't care who you think you are. You don't touch me. Well, I mean, there's there's that you know carnal rule. Don't put your hands on wrestlers. Wrestlers don't put your hands on the fans. I mean, and then, you get, you get... then Crusher, then the motherfucker had balls to bust through my locker room. Oh wow! That's just dumb. He would have been knocked on the ass. Oh, the whole locker room stood up. That was fucking fun because they knew he'd been drinking. They could smell it on his breath. When he came in and started right. cussing and everything, I said, you got two options. You either leave this locker room willingly or you're going to leave it unwillingly. And believe me, unwillingly is going to be unpretty. Are you fucking threatening me? No, I'm making promises, sir. Get the fuck out of my locker room. Let me wrap up this show in your venue and get the fuck out of here. And I will never do business with, uh, with them again. I would do business right. if it was just her. But I will not do business with them. Because they're like, right. well, you, you, uh, we had another issue. There was somebody that was supposed to stay in the back that didn't. But that, that did not give them the right to treat my staff the way they treated my staff. No. At all. Right. Right. That's not right. So um, it was a good little venue, but eh. You, cut, you win eh. some, you lose some. Um, True. Yeah. You know. And they had already had a sour taste of wrestling in their mouth from another organization that was in there before I was. So right. um, I tried to turn things around and do business the right way, but they didn't like it. And we, we drew the best we could. I mean, the night we drew, the night I fucking ran there was like the second week of December in Illinois. And we got hit wow. hard with snow. Hard. Yes. Like, I... Looking back at that in hindsight, we'll probably maybe never run that part of December again. Maybe the first week in December, no later. Because it's too, Illinois weather is too unpredictable, and I don't want to run into a situation where I'm not making what I need to cover my expenses. I'm not saying that I wouldn't give 160 people or 200 people out of 400 tickets sold a good show, but it makes it harder. It makes it hard on the pocketbook. That's what happened with with my show this past September. Is everybody knows that you know from uh, September to November hurricane season. Yeah. The weather was fine. 
the day I was supposed to do the show, it was supposed to be an outdoor venue on deck out the beaches. Nor'eastern comes in that weekend and fucks everything up. Luckily, yeah. we were able to bring it inside the venue, but the the weather was just so nasty. We still got you probably about 100, 140 people show up, but... Well, that's better than nothing, you know. I, uh, I, have, I, I, I have literally... The worst show that I ever worked was in front of two paying customers. I wish I were kidding on this. It was two paying customers. I was so embarrassed. We had Keith Walker there. We had <clears throat> Tyler Black there. We had Shane Hollister there. Um, we we had a uh, uh, guy from Chikara. I mean, we had some good talent on that card, and there were two people that paid. And I was like, this is not good we're gonna go out here and give it our all but this is not this is not good and uh that's when i had a long promotion or long talk with the promotion and promoter and i said you're gonna have to do more if if you're gonna expect us to come out and fucking be a part of this because this is bullshit like what what did you do to advertise the show brother they put up flyers did you put up flyers or did you put a or did you put it in somebody else's hands? Because if you did it yourself, somebody you know the job is done. Do exactly. You let somebody else do it, and the job didn't get done. The reason, yep. the, the reason that I went through 2,000 posters for my last show is because I literally made sure they were going to people that were going to get them out. Right. 2,000 posters, it's the most I've ever done. Now, I can get 1,000 posters for about 100 bucks. Full color, 8 by 10 on a nice, glossy, kind of like a movie poster paper. They look good. People will buy them. If you don't, uh, if you don't sell them, people would pay a dollar a piece for them to have them autographed because they're that nice. Uh, wow. And I've always done my posters through this company, um, but we literally, he, 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 goes, he goes, man, he, he goes, I'm going to give you a price cut because you've never done this many posters with us before. And I said, I don't have a choice. And I said, I may have to do another order of 500. I said, I'm running out of posters because everybody wants them. Everybody's getting them out. Everybody's getting them up. It just, it didn't turn into ticket sales. And and you can't, I don't know that a lot of people understand this, but pre-sale tickets in most places, in most markets throughout the country are down. Right. Because people don't always have faith that the thing is going to happen because of shady business that's been through the area before. They don't know that they're not going to have other plans or some kind of emergency that's going to come up. So they wait and they buy their tickets at the last minute at the door, which is fine. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you make more money that way, but it's, it makes it so unpredictable and so hard because Crusher will tell you back in the days, Jim Crockett could run a show off the gate. Can't yep. do that anymore. <clears throat> Can't fucking do nope. it. It is so, so risky, and so so much of a gamble that you can't do it. Right. Because now, if you had, let's say your venue seats six hundred people, if you had two hundred and fifty tickets pre-sold, you could bank mm-hmm. on the fact that you were going to make that at least that much off the door as well. Because if you sell right. sell that much, you're going to get double usually double the amount of pre-sale 
is what you're going to get at the door. Because there's going to be more traction at the door. There always is. So, you get more traction at the door, and you get more people. But it, it just becomes a huge gamble for promoters that it's, it's hard to kind of spend money on advertising and not recoup, recoup it all before the day of the show. True. Because sometimes that hurts. Been there, yep. done that. Uh, been there, ate that bill. So uh, the next thing that we're going to, you know, continue to get on here is uh, we're going to wrap up this subject and we're going to get on to Uncle Crusher wanting to rip on PWX because he asked me for some airtime to do that tonight and I'm going to grant it. Um, <laughs> uh, card subject to change is very important. It is, again, it is yeah. not to be used, misused. It is to be used for emergency purposes only. If so-and-so can't come because her, his girlfriend is having a baby, that's a card subject to change that's acceptable. If so-and-so's yep. mom or dad is on their deathbed, that's a card subject to change that's acceptable. Right. You know, if somebody slams into you at 85 and a 20... That's going to be an acceptable card subject to change because you might not even be able to walk again, let alone wrestle. And if you're going to sit there and use there's a death in my family, I pray and hope that it's legit because to me that's just inviting bad karma to come back on your ass. Yeah, I would have to agree on that. I would have to agree on that. I have never... Never used that as an excuse. Matter of fact, one of the one of the first uh, bookings, uh, not the first bookings, but one of the bookings I took uh, in my hometown, that we had the memorial service for my grandmother earlier in the day, and they called me and they were like, Do you, "Are you sure you want to still be on the show tonight?" And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "This is what she would have wanted." I'm I'm still gonna be there. I'll be there on time. Don't change the card. I will fucking be there. And yep. everybody's, everybody's, oh, I'm sorry about what happened. I said, don't fucking be sorry. I said, let me go out there and do what I want to do tonight in the ring and just shut the fuck up and leave me alone. Right. Because that's all that mattered to me at that point was she was going to be looking over and watching that match. So it was going to be a good one whether I was going to die or not. And mm-hmm. funny and ironic enough to transition into our next segment that was the night that I wrestled Beast. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we're going to get into hunk that. Hunk hunk of love. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, don't uh, even. Yeah, I got to say, I don't think that's uh, an appropriate comment. Yeah. A big pile of burning poo. Uh, I could say some things, but I'm not going to say them because I would probably get whipped or taste on air, and I really don't feel like doing that tonight. You know, um, back in the day when you just take a load of put it in the lunch or brown bag, light it on fire, ring someone's doorbell, and take off running? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's beast. Huh? <laughs> 
applies to the half a major promoter for PXW. <laughs> well, PWX, we are transitioning into this. PWX. PXW's a supplement, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> PW, PWX, uh, evidently, from what we know at this time, it's still doing their show June the 9th, right next to the Silver Sloopers Saloon in Ottawa, also, right next to Brown Bag Adult Video. Bring your chairs and blankets for this action-packed card. Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme is ready to go nuclear on you. Tickets are $10. Veterans with ID and kids 6 to 12 are $5. Children 5 and under are free. Condom machines will be supplied throughout the venue. <laughs> Mommy, what's this balloon? No, honey, don't swallow that. Yeah. And, oh, and God. Yeah, well, you know, the problem is a lot of money is to be equipped with You know, they probably wouldn't make, you know, this. But these guys are listening, which they probably are because apparently they listened last week and y'all got a bunch of backlash from these yahoos. Go ahead and put a bunch of, get a bunch of condoms, put them in baskets, have them out there, sell them, sell them to the kids. Hell, give them away, because now the thing is kids are snorting condoms through their nose. I mean, so you might as well make oh, money off of it. <laughs> yeah, that's what the crazy Americans are doing. Soon it's coming to Canada, you Canuck. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh. Katie would just... Katie would flip her shit if she walked down the street and saw somebody snorting a condom. Oh, oh my well, god! Well, <laughs> first it was the uh, me. Okay, tied, me, uh, me, now it's okay. A me, listen, me and my fr- me and my son Junior. Okay, <laughs> we used to walk down Yum Street in <sighs> Toronto, chewing on mint flavored condoms and blowing bubbles with them. We'd let the you know like. <laughs> Like you would with like a party oh, favor, like you blow it and it comes out. Yeah. Let me take a wild guess. You watch Conehead. Mm, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme is going to be uh, running their show. Now there was a lot of or talent and some other. There was a lot of talent and other matches announced of uh, this June ninth card. Well, as I looked online last night and came, went across their Facebook page, I had noticed that all of the talent that they had announced, other than a couple, were gone. The video of them with the burn barrel is gone. And I mean, that the matches that they announced gone? were gone. gone. What? That classic promo's gone? Yes! Yeah. Um, but yeah. No, I, not that, I want that time promo. Out I love that promo. Time out, yeah, Crusher. I can set my hemorrhoids to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks to people like Crime Fighter and Crusher and myself and Steve Kane and all of our listening audience, uh, whether they believe they're our listening audience or not, I was the first one that shared it and got some eyes to it. Um, there were a lot of people that helped share this. And that promo got over 6,000 views. 
And most of Trust it, me, and, it wasn't because of the talent. Uh, bingo, it was, it was negative views. It was because of that burn barrel. <laughs> that burn barrel had either more talent than either one in the video. Yep, and it wasn't even burning at the time. <laughs> it was more over than either one of them. And the damn promotion itself. Now, now the the, the promoter looked like the was built like the burn barrel, but <laughs> it's gonna be the promoter James Dublin, <sighs> aka Jimmy Smooth, versus the burn barrel at Powerhouse Wrestling Extreme on June the ninth. Is that extreme enough for you? No, brother. It, no. See, this is what I what I like about the thing, you know you. You know, we're we're all kind of like poking fun at, at these these guys for being stupid fools. I wouldn't say idiots, yeah. but that's you know, Yahoo's. insulting idiot. Then yeah. the following day, you get all these bandwagoners jumping on on Sean and Steve. Somebody posts a a picture because Sean shared it to me. Steve King gives Sean. David Hubbard, dudes. Really, guys? Is that is that how it goes? You you sit there and you're gonna try to run a venue, an adult establishment, and then say this is an all age event. That means kids are welcome to come to this. Mm-hmm. Why in the hell would you put kids in something in that kind of environment? It's stupid. It's ludicrous. It doesn't make any damn sense. So then, when you get called out for it, then. Everybody wants to, you know, jump on on Sean and and Steve about it, and to badmouth Sean and Steve. I was waiting for someone to start, you know, badmouthing me because they don't know me from Adam's house cat. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna sit there and tell. I'll call it like it is. It was stupid. Uh, to even what? put out there that you're gonna run that kind of a show. Then go as far as say, this is an all-age event, everybody's welcome. No, you don't put kids in that kind of environment. Well, and then, to top it all off, we've got, uh, we've got a statement here from Beast uh, that has come today. Um, evidently, there was something posted by Timothy Givens, who I have kind of pretty much banned from this airspace after I caught him stirring shit uh, back with Midwest Impact Pro in uh, a while ago when I had some heat with them. Uh, they were fucking, he was just sitting there stirring the pot. So, yeah. Oh, where did this comment go? I'm looking for it, guys. There it is. Are you looking to be a professional wrestler? Get into the wrestling nope. business. I'm Hubert, over beach, Hubert, beach. In a anybody house that, wrestling. Anybody that wants to uh, message Beast personally, uh, I'll give you his real name. His first name is Hubert. Last name is Stenson, S-T-E-N-S-O-N, Jr. And this Stenson was like his re- that. Um, His comment was this. Excuse in me. reply to somebody evidently talking about our our podcast. Uh-oh. Or no, no, this was in reply to uh this was in reply to Crimey's Crimey Factor, which I sent to you guys. I don't know if you watched any of it, but I sent it to Steve and Katie 
and it, it was his syndicated TV show and YouTube show that made air this week. Okay. This is what B said. It's full of BS jokes, just trying to get internet numbers up. Misery loves company. Now, I have a statement from Crime Fighter. He's not here tonight. He's out on assignment. Misery loves company, eh? I prefer to be content, good spirits, and comfortable whenever and wherever I am and go. People who inflict, inflict misery on other people, I don't want to be in the company of. And that is how Grimey has chose to respond to Beast. And it's like I said, Beast did a video where he called me the name. He called me the fucking na- in the video. How could you be so stupid? He called me the name that he and other people and people that knew me in that company called me. They knew that I was gay. No, Twinkle Toes. Oh, Twinkle Toes. That is an admission of guilt. Because if anybody were to go back, Wendy knew me, and she'll be calling in one of these nights. She'll be calling in to talk about this. Hopefully next week she had a graduation tonight. So she's going to call in and, and, and tell us wh- how uh, my ex reacted to her after all of this went down. Because I didn't deal with my ex. you got to re- remember, I was in the ring training. And he went to her, and uh, she was she was literally – she had a baseball bat in her car, and she wanted to smash Beast me in, and I probably should have let her. But I didn't know about it. All I know is she went after Beast with a baseball bat, and I had to stop her. Didn't get any explanation as to why until the next morning. Um, but he, he came out and did a video. If he was not guilty of this, why do a video... And why even comment or acknowledge that Steve and I had been saying this stuff about him? Yeah, exactly. If he doesn't have something to hide, why the hell did he do the statement? Sorry. No, it's fine. I mean, am am I wrong here? That, that, That kind of smells like he's got something to hide and... He called me Twinkle Toes, and I don't know what his nickname for you was back in Powerhouse, Steve. It might have been Cousin It. Mm. I don't know if he ever calls you that to your face, but that's what he called you in the video that uh, one of my friends, one of our friends told me about. So, and, you know, he keeps stirring this pot. If he's got nothing to hide, he keeps saying it's BS, it's BS, it's BS. Prove it's not BS. Where, where is somebody that can prove what James Aaron's, my ex, said, said didn't happen? He doesn't have one, a witness the one that can like, back that up. The, the one I like about all that going on was when you were mm-hmm. talking about, you know, the police report and everything that was filed. Yes. I don't know who the guy was. can't remember his name. But he goes, well, prove it. Show, produce the police report. Yeah, that was well, if you're that interested in knowing it. the police report, why don't you go down to the police station and ask them for that police report? 
Because he doesn't live around here and he wants it for free and thinks that the police report is going to be good enough for everybody to turn their heads. And I gave them something better than a police report. I gave them the witness statement. Not the witness, the victim statement. Excuse me. Um, Right. There was no witness to this. There was one witness to this. I will not name who it was. He knows who he is. Uh, He was working... Wasn't was the witness a, he, the guy that was guarding the door? Yes. Okay, then. There, there was, you go. There was somebody guarding the door, and he knows who he is, and uh, he will be uh, – I'm going to tell everybody right now, Crime Fighter said it, uh, and I've said it too, the ex still has a year to prosecute charges against the beast. And if no. he decides to do that, I will fully support him. <sighs> Because what's the statute of limitations out there? Ten years. Well, it's twenty out here. I didn't think uh, there was any kind of statute statute limitations on anything kind of like that. That's rape's rape. Uh, depends on the state by state. Yeah. Um. And even in some places, county by county. Um, right. Wow. Well, he better get it, to victim services soon. He's he, he's gonna have to do it because I'm I'm tired of this. Yeah. Beast is Beast wa- Beast is a backer of PWX and is bringing young talent into PWX, and I do not want this happening again. Nope. Nope. Well, the, you know, said, the, sad about, <sighs> the sad thing about this guys is it's gonna repeat itself no matter what, as long as this person's around. No matter what. Yep. Well, and the thing about it is this. Beast was not brought to this area ever again by any promoter besides the guy that ran Rumble for the Kids who decided that he was going to put blinders on to the whole thing that happened at HCWA and the reason why HCWA closed, which, FYI, was because of me and my ex. Because the other co-promoter that was promoting with Beast at HCWA finally had had enough of the fucking backlash coming from me and my ex and said, you're done here. You're fucking done. I know something happened. You were fucking done. You're fired. Take your money, shove it up your ass. You're not promoting with me anymore and stay the fuck out of this area. Cause if you don't, I'm going to make sure it goes in the paper. And beast never came back to the area while that company was in existence. Tim Lyle of the original powerhouse wrestling never booked beast again because beast was caught at a team center that Tim Lyle was running by one of the members of the uh, team center. Caught him red-handed. He was never booked in Streeter again. And none of the other legitimate promotions around here would book him, including Wicked Wrestling Alliance. They knew about the shit with the... There were reasons he was never booked. Yep. Damn, And. And everybody else wants to overlook it. And you know what? When it happens in your own backyard, don't come crawling to me. I tried to warn everybody. I've been trying to warn everybody for years. There's a reason that he doesn't get booked in Iowa anymore, other than maybe one promotion. And if they were to know about it, because I I know that promoter, if he were to know about it, I don't think he'd be booking Beast. And unfortunately... I hate to say this because this is going to go against one of our kind of close friends, uh, Steve, 
but not even yeah. Chief Atacula Kula would be able to save your ass, Beast, by the time I was done nailing you to the coffin after I talked to this promoter. Yep. Because Chief decided he wanted to be blind to it, too. And Chief, Chief was one of the first people that I went to with it and said, I don't know what to do here, but I'm leaving. And here's why. Mm-hmm. And Chief stayed. Until they closed. And, and him and Beast became buddy-buddy, and I, I, I don't understand it. Everybody knows these allegations are out there, and everybody chooses to, to uh, you know, overlook them. Well, we need more proof. Do you need a fucking video of it actually happening? Because that's just fucking sick and disgusting and fucking you ought to be ashamed of yourself asking for that kind of evidence. Yep. Yeah. Did this happen? This did not happen recently. This happened in 2009. Yes, there were smartphones, but uh, you know that was the last thing on anybody's mind while this was happening. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, let me get a picture of it while it's going on. No. And no, you don't take a picture. You call the cops. Exactly. You know, and that's that's if he had access to the phone. I don't even know where the phone was when all of this happened. I, but it might have been with me out at the ring. So, you know, I I, I just don't understand it. And with their with talent jumping off of this thing left and right, this thing is sinking faster than the Titanic, yep. full, filled with cast iron. The other thing was this. There was a comment that was posted by the Beer City Bruiser, Matt Winchester, of Ring of Honor that said this. Is this company a rib? I mean, you're, actually, you're, you're all joking with me, right? I mean, day of the show, you're going to pop out and say this is a rib, right? This actually can't be a real legitimate wrestling company. So they thought you guys were ribbing them? No. One of these wrestlers asked. One of these international wrestlers that's been over to Japan for Ring of Honor that uh, I've worked with one or one or two times, he posted on their page asking them if the whole company was a rib or not. Because he, yeah. I mean, and when you've got somebody doing that, you ain't got nothing left. You ain't got nothing left. The fans have, you are now buried in the eyes of the fans. You are now buried in the eyes of the workers. There ain't a chance left for you. And right. you know, they had they had quite a few number of talents take off. They had a singles or triple threat match that was signed that is now gone off their Facebook. They had one or two other talents announced that are now gone off their Facebook. There was the manager that was gonna be there that has gone off their Facebook. So either him either the, the shit's hitting the fan and people are taking what I say to heart or Yep. the heat's coming down. Because well, the the thing the thing like that, guys, is and this is just my opinion. Because mm-hmm. I know I know workers that wrestle for this guy that runs shows in Georgia. Uh huh. We we talked about this guy before. They all know about this guy. Yeah. They know what he's done. And you know, you could say, well, he's a good guy, and all this. You know, he made this mistake. 
okay, yeah, you made a mistake or whatever, but the thing is, you're branded for the rest of your life. Why in the hell would you want to work for somebody that did something to a small young boy that was so horrendous that if I was the father of that child, I'd probably be in prison. But Mm -hmm. guys continue to go work for this guy. And now he's moved on and branched out to another state working. But yet guys still work for him, take bookings from him and all that. And everybody turns a a blind eye, deaf ear to it. But here's the situation. One of these nights, this guy's going to be out in, in the ring and doing something. And... Someone's going to blow the whistle on his ass. And then the shitstorm's really going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, it's, it's like there was a, a pro wrestler in the 80s and that worked for Crockett. He was accused of it. He did time for it. He says he didn't do it. He was okay. lied on about it, but he pled guilty to it. You're branded. Yep. You know, and then, then he had enough guilty, nerve to get. Then he had enough nerve to get mad at me because I said something about it, and I really don't talk to the guy anymore. And he still works on shows, but it's like. It's never going to go away. I don't care if, you know, you're blind, crippled, and 80. That stigma is still going to be around you. Absolutely. So why subject subject yourself to, you know, be around children? You know, it's just... Yeah. I, I don't get it. I never got it. Um, Me either. Me either, brother. You know, history of abuse with with children, and I'll I'll share this little tidbit. My biological father messed with my family members. Did it get to me? No, I think it what happened with with me. My mother, you know, divorced him when I was you know six weeks old. Mm-hmm. They, they, Divorce, but you know, I find out through the, you know all this stuff after my mother passes away. My sister talks about it every once in a while, and it's like, good lord, he did it to my brother. My brother did it to my sister. Then another brother did it to somebody else, and it's like, holy shit! And then people wonder why I have problems with people like this. Well, and, you know, I worked with a guy that had a rat charge and wasn't proud of it, but he never did me wrong. He never gave me any reason to suspect him. And then all of a sudden he started playing me dirty, and I was like, you got to go. I was like, the stain that is the shit stain that you are leaving on my promotion is not worth the trouble of you not putting in your fucking end of the bills. So get the fuck out. Right. Yeah. And then I had to wash and disinfect that fucking nasty, big-ass shit stain that he left on my fucking company. And that took some time, but we did it. 
Right. You know, I used to let him call in. He had good insight and shit, but, man, he just, when you got to charge. Here's the thing. Big Daddy Destruction is no different than the Wild Man Beast, Hubert Stenson Jr. The only difference is Beast has never been convicted. That is the only fucking difference between those two. Excuse me. See, now, just like Katie was just saying, if you're not guilty, why did you plead guilty? I'm sorry. Exactly. And, and, and like you said, be a, you're yeah. branded. Cold day you're in branded. Hell before you're going you're gonna to get me to commit to something. So I say I did it to get a lesser charge on me. No, you, you the, might the, get a lesser the, charge. But you, you, may, you may as well. You may as well get on your hands and knees, bare ass, and wait for them to heat up that brand and get you. Because why do it? Why do it? It's bad enough. It's bad enough if you go to jail for it. Anyways, you're gonna get the shit knocked out of you and be somebody's boyfriend until until you leave. But right, come on. I mean, it's just I personally don't get it. I know. Don't get it either, man. Maybe I. And and maybe, I want to let I'm the, I want to let everybody the, know the, uh, Beast's famous no, line that is out there. Uh, Beast's famous line to me before I was even 18 was, hey, brother, I want to take you to a hotel for some training. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> Even I know that sounds wrong. Yeah. And then I went over to Iowa, and the backer's grandson was there and gave me the exact same line for verbatim. And I told him, do not go with Beast. This mm. is why you do not go with Beast. And it got back to Beast, and I don't care that it got back to Beast, because Beast is a fucking predatory rapist. And I have no problem saying that on my airspace. I have no problem saying that on Facebook. I have no problem going up to Beast's face and saying that. He knows what he did. He'll atone for his actions one day, whether it be in a court of law or by the Lord God Almighty. He will atone for the shit, and he Uh will get what's coming to him. I'm surprised he still actually has a Facebook page. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I mean, if you can sit there and prove that, that this guy is what he is, you know, they should pull him off of Facebook. And people should report him. You know, but Repeatedly. But the thing is, guys want to sit there and take a book and then turn a blind eye to it and then not take a book in. I'm yep. sorry, I don't need the fucking that badly. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, and then and the yeah. no, no, no. The, the, the ones around here said will take the booking, work for him, bitch for bitch about working for him, but they're the ones that took the booking in the first place. Knowing full well yep. what, what's going on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There you go. So you might as well just wear a t-shirt and call yourself Beats Bitches. <laughs> hey, they wanted, mm-hmm. the, the, a lot of the people that support Beats were a part of Team Mantar. Maybe they should be Team Beast now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. He went there. Wow. I mean, this thing, I, I had Steve Kane literally cracking up, dying in tears, laughing when I was telling him all this shit this afternoon. I said, yeah, you missed mm-hmm. it last night. You fell asleep 
on air again. Got to tease you about that. Uh, well, and yeah, that's because of uh, certain people just now they <laughs> the voice their voice puts me to sleep. What can I say? I told you you need to have him record them record some white noise stuff for you, and you'll get the best night's sleep of your life. You're probably right. <laughs> uh, you know. How long did that guy Mantar last? That guy that was doing that Mantar gimmick last up in in Vinnie Man? A year? I think about that. Yeah. I hope he kept That's all what? his money. He didn't keep any of his money. Yeah. Or invest invest his money. That's why he's still yeah, that's why he's still out there having to work. Uh he debuted in nineteen ninety five, January seventh episode of Raw. His last appearance was in a lumberjack match as a lumberjack between Psycho Sid and Diesel at In Your House Two. Oh, the same year? Yes. No, 94 to 95, he was there. Then he went to ECW from 95 to 96. Came back and did a brief stunt as uh, Goldust Bodyguard. And then went to USWA. <clears throat> he did some stuff on Shotgun Saturday night with Flash Flanagan. So, uh, you know, he, uh, the the biggest fucking fucked up thing about me booking him was he would not do the Mantar gimmick. That's why you were booking him. Yeah. Yeah, but he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. Like, Steve and I demanded that he do it. Would not do it. Then I'm sorry you're not booked on the show. He was Mustafa Matt. No one wants to come see Joe Blow. They want to come see Mantar. He was the Turkish terror, Mad Mustafa. Wow. That's a stretch from Mantar. Yeah. Wouldn't even do the makeup around the eyes like Mantar would do. And sign autographs and do pictures that way. Oh, I was pissed. But that's not why I refused to pay him. I refused to pay him because he legitimately threatened my mom and dad. And at that point, I pulled him from the card and told him that if he didn't leave, he was going to be leaving in a body bag. Because if I got my hands on him, it was over. And that's when the locker room brouhaha'd around him and was like, well, you owe him the money. Not after what he just said to my mom and dad, I don't. What'd they say, what'd the locker room say when you said that? Oh, you owe him the fucking money. Team Mantar, Team Mantar, Team Mantar. He's giving away shirts. Well, see, that that's the thing with, with workers. <clears throat> you know, they all want to jump on the bandwagon, but they don't know the full story. No one didn't know the full story. They, they won't go back and say, you know, this guy was wrong doing what he was doing. I understand why you did what you did. Yeah. No, so they're gonna, those are the days was, Team Mantar. All they're going to yeah, sit there and yeah. do is whine, bitch, what and complain bunch, you know, that yeah. you screwed over yeah, they, one they of the they boys. Were marks, they were marks for a guy who, yo, had a, had a cup of coffee 
with Vince and didn't really ever amount to anything. Right. Yep. It's, it's like you, you, you and Steve could sit there and in that locker room tell the guys this and this and this about the business, and then this schmo walks in just because <sighs> he had, you know, a cup of coffee with the WWE or WWF or whatever you want to say it was at the time. They're all going to trip over yeah. him like everything's coming out of his mouth like melted butter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the truth, and it's the way it happened, and that's what people are doing with Beast. Well, we need proof. We need we need the police reports. We well, need da 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 da. But you do. But you do. That's the whole thing. You do with something as serious as this. Damn straight. And even and I'd even be asking for them for and for whatever reason I'd need them, of course. But if I would. I'd be like, no, man, show me some proof. Even if I believed it, it to be true, I'd still want proof. Right. But when when the proof's out there and it's attainable through the social media, and then you're still going to go work for the person? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that. come I, on. Yeah. That's, uh... So it's like, I, I have... I have no sympathy for you when the shit happens and when the shit hits the fan. Absolutely. If you're going to be stupid enough to be around that person, around that company, and it goes down, I don't care who you are, what you're doing, how popular you are at the time, now you're associated with that stigma. Absolutely. Bingo. Smart thing you, the smart thing you do is separate yourself away from the situation. Well, and the, the thing about it is this. I would not be having the bitch fit that I'm having about this event if it were 21 and up. Still be bitching about Beast, because I don't think bringing him back to the area is a smart move at all. Uh, right. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't be having the bitch that this is an all-ages event and this is just a fucking catastrophe on wheels waiting to drive itself out of business. And I don't see this thing lasting. But yeah, they didn't do it that way. They want to do all ages and who in their right. I don't know who it was that said this when they were on a couple of weeks ago when we first got the news about this. But they said, who in the hell is going to drive up to that kind of location, realize what, what the establishment is, and still put their kids through that show? Ain't nobody in their right mind. And anybody that would yep. should leave their kids out at the wrestling <clears throat> with alone and go ahead and go in and get a lap dance and just leave the kids out there. And I'm dead serious when yep, I say exactly. that. If you would take your kids to that kind of show, leave them at ringside, and you go in and get a lap dance while the show's going on, and then come back out and pick up your kids and leave. If your kids would still be there. So, yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, yeah, that's the other thing, too. How many other perverts are lurking, lurking around that area? You got people there for TV shows. You got people there that are buying porn. You got people there that are hooking up with other people. No. Uh, Come on now. That's, that's just a breeding ground for, you know, something to happen. Uh, well, okay, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you right there. Um, 
<laughs> not all perverts are into children. Remember that, okay? They're perverts. No, I'm not We're saying, not saying, I'm not saying that. Remember I'm that. I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm not saying I'm that, a pervert. Katie. I'm saying I'm a pervert. I'm saying you put that kind of <laughs> you put that kind of child in that kind of environment. I understand. Have... They shouldn't be there. They shouldn't be there. They shouldn't be exposed to that environment. They shouldn't be exposed to adult situations. But not all perverts who go to sex clubs, i.e. myself, are child molesters. No. That's all I'm saying. But, but, you know, but it, also can, it also needs to be said that this is right near an interstate going uh, east and west. And, right. you know, this, uh, you know, You've got you've got people there that may or may not be in the right state of mind because they're inebriated, okay. whether it be drinking or on other substances. Because mm-hmm. one of the things yep. that the uh, porn shop does sell is marijuana accessories. Oh, oh fuck off! Uh, I'm not oh. a, I'm not opposed to it. You know that, Katie. But I just have to I say know, that. I know. I'm saying okay. Then what else do they sell? What don't they sell? Is what I meant by that. Um, uh, so, Mom's up. you know, you, you might not have people yeah. there in their right mind and you don't, and you don't need some child, you know, yeah. getting lured away and taken away on an interstate to never be seen I again. I understand that. I understand that. It's, 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 it, it, I, I would have run events at this establishment. I would have, but they would have been 21 and up only shows. 21 and up True. only. Nobody under 21. And nobody under 21 because I don't want 18-year-olds in there sneaking drinks. Let's say here, here's the thing. Say that you were crazy enough, you were hopped up on some bullshit, and you did this kind of venue. And there was an all-age, you know, at this show. The minute some kid gets snatched up, who do you think they're going to come blame? Absolutely. Of course. Of course. But let me tell you something else about this lousy organization. They don't even have chairs at this venue or not even going to an establishment and running chairs for their patrons. It's bring your own chair or bring your blanket. Uh-huh. I'll bring yeah. a pillow for my ass. And you have to, and you have to pay, and you still have to pay to get in. Yep. Think wow. about that. Yep. You have to, you wow. have to bring your own seat and pay to take a spot. Oh, just, just blow me like you know me. <laughs> but the other thing is, you not only have to pay for that. Uh, there was a rumor going around by somebody that they were telling people they'd have to pay to park. Well, that's that's not unheard of. That's not unusual. Yeah, but they don't own the 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 property. Just right. Hell, you know. Okay, alrighty then. Yeah. So they're just yeah. trying to squeeze more coin out of people. Yes. The property and belongs to the 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 titty bar and the adult thing place. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing about it is this. Uh, they were not smart enough. <clears throat> I, I know damn well he was not smart enough to have a tent rented on standby. That if we needed a, uh, I don't even know what we call it. Let's let's call it a 
50 by 50 tent that stands about 10 feet. No, we'll call it 15 feet high. So you can put the ring under there and still do high spots. That motherfucker wasn't smart enough to run a tent like that. It'll cost him a pretty penny. But if you want to make sure the event still happens, you run a tent because you're running an outdoor show. You don't have a backup plan. Right. Nope. Nope. And I know the reason, I now know the reason why, why this is an outside show rather back, and why it's in Ottawa rather than back down in Pontiac. Pontiac is already booked for that night. With the benefit that's going on for a woman that's got cancer with Bob Orton Jr. Over in Pontiac. Uh So, they can't get into Pontiac. They had to, oh, we're going to run against this show that's bringing in Bob Orton Jr. that's for cancer. Because that's a fucking smart move. That lets people know that you care. <laughs> no. Fucking. Not just, at all. I, I, I don't understand it. I really don't. And. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't think I want to either, but. Yeah. It's like I told some people today. I said it's going to have people begging, begging at my door for me to run another show down here. And Lord, hopefully one of them will support it. Because I'll come back, but yeah, we've got to have we've got to have the support to get to be willing to do it, because that's a lot of outlay for us. Uh, you know, it's it's like it's it's one of those things. uh, I I would have never in a million years advertised all ages at that location. Mm -mm. Well. And if, if and if parents are smart, they won't be bringing their kids. <laughs> if you're going to bring your kids to that, go get a handy or the, uh, you know, go stand in the glory hole and get a blowjob from what Lord only knows what's on the other side. Something wet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a carrier uh, of who knows what. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that's Katie's theme song. Am I fucking a joke? Oh! You are. You are. You are. <laughs> it's kind of more like brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, with that being said, we've got a little bit of an update here that we didn't get a chance to get to live. We will be, not be on this Tuesday. We will be taking a night from uh, a break from Tuesday night turmoil this week. Yeah. We will return next Wednesday yeah. night for Wrestling Authority Radio, um, and we'll see what we can conjure up between now and then. Yeah. Um, here, with that, here's here's what here's what you're looking for. Rick, I think if it if it'll actually pop up, the studio tonight is just being so unreasonable. Oh, 
why didn't why didn't you just play the music and ask me to fake it? I could have done a better job. Did a way better job. Like me on the crapper. Yeah, that just sounds like you got a burning ring piece afterwards. <laughs> smoke a cigarette after you smoke them if you get <laughs> Well, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. Yeah. Uh, this has been Evolution Radio Network's production of Wrestling Authority Radio. This has been a 2018 Rampage production. Brought to you by the fine people of the Evolution Radio Network and uh, all of you great listeners. And we want to we want to remind you to okay buy Say our your merch. Eat your vitamin. Drink yeah. your milk. Buy our merch. Right. Buy yeah. our merch. Buy our merch. Buy a merch. Buy a merch. So, so we merch. will. Buy my merch. Buy my merch. Buy my merch. Buy my merch. 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 It makes it sound so cool. It sounds so cool. Merch. It's so oh wow, like totally. Buy our <laughs> merchandise. You know what, dude? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pour a bucket of water over you and see if you melt. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just get my nipples hard. Oh lord. <laughs> oh my god. Why oh am I dear thinking, god. Why am I thinking of flash dance then, right now? <laughs> then I can look at you and go, see, I told you, I said, I told you, I make you wet. Lava lamps rolling around and water in your watering beds. I have a water bed. <laughs> of the wow, wow. Of the thing of past. I had a water bed, dude. From down, all the way down. into the nineties. Slap that oh, wave geez. and oh, on in. Ride the wave, baby. You can throw yep. your back out, man. Yeah. Well, well you know. You know who would put a lot of motion in that ocean of a waterbed? Deeth. I mean, okay. No, dude, you yeah. use the wrong way. The girl's halfway across the room. Like, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Con Cola Nut. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I, had sex, I, had sex, I had sex in a waterbed once and said never again. Never <laughs> again. Oh, my God. Did you get motion sickness during or after? No, it, it was just too hard to do stuff on. Just, yeah. It's hell when you're no, wearing I, them spike heels, isn't it? No. Hey, hey, man, I wouldn't wear spiked heels on a waterbed. Even I know that's wrong. Can you imagine doing it on a waterbed and all of a sudden just springs a leak? You're in trouble. Yeah. You're going to yeah. be wet. <laughs> if you don't go through Not the, the ceiling. Good way. Not in a good way. If you well, don't you go, go through yeah. the, ceiling, the, floor, the, the floor or the ceiling. Well, the floor. Well, you You're going look, through the floor at, with that much water. You can look up at the ceiling and see yourself through the mirror. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Oh all right. Well, I, well, I think it's gonna be This I is gonna be my day. Day. Am I dating I think myself? It's time to, <laughs> yeah. I think it's I think, I it's, think it's time not, I think it's time to call it. I think it's time to tell everybody what time it is. It's time for Uncle Crusher to go the hell to bed. You don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. Good night, everybody. You got them. Later, guys. Yep. Later, skater. Later. Yup. Play.
beginning comes from some other beginning and 